0: Hey, do you guys want any Podcorn? I'd love some Popcorn. No, 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 Pete. Uh, Podcorn. It's a marketplace for connecting podcasters to sponsorship opportunities. Wait, uh, Podcorn, isn't that who's sponsoring our show right now? Sure is, Justin. Podcorn has a great, easy-to-use interface that lets you search for advertisers for your podcast and lets advertisers search for you. So is there any popcorn?
2: Or Wait, wait, so
3: what's the deal? If I use Podcorn, I'm going to have to spend a lot of time learning about advertising and dealing with financials, which is like a money word, and selling my soul to sketchy, horrible companies that make me feel like I want to die? No, no, no. The opposite of that. I was actually shocked, and I mean this sincerely.
0: Thanks for being unsincere every time, every moment before this. Well, it's an ad. Anyway, I took barely any time to set up, uh, and then once I did, it was actually fun to click through and find advertisers that might match well with our podcast. The whole interface is Simple and straightforward, even for someone not financially minded like me. True. And once you do hook up with an advertiser, like, say, Podcorn. I'm hungry. Pete, just. Working with them to craft the right ad is supremely simple, too. You don't have to commit to anything you don't want to do, and you can spend a lot less time looking around for advertisers and more time on making your podcast great.
3: (laughs) Yeah, so when do we start making
0: this podcast great? Wow. Wow. Anyway, you never give up your rights, and Podcorn is there to help protect you if there are any issues. I really can't recommend it highly enough. And, hey, if you wanted more info, check out the link in our episode description.
4: Once again, that's Podcorn. Podcorn? Podcorn. So is no one else craving popcorn right now? Pete, Pete, come come on. on. Just eat a meal.
0: What is up everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. Hey there. (laughs) We are coming to you live from a couple of places. We are live on Crowdcast right now. We're also live over on YouTube, The Tube, or we're coming to you as an audio podcast much later on, but that's okay. We love absolutely everybody evenly, and we have a great show for you tonight. Uh, Guys, we are... This is going to be an extra long show. Because we are going to hashtag release the Snyder Cut of the show. That's right. right. This is our four hour long version of the show with all the footage you didn't get to see last week. We're going to
3: release. This is going to we're going to do a version of the worst show we ever did um, (laughs) back in 2008. (laughs) And we're just going to extend it four Mm -hmm. times as long as it was initially and add the Joker at the end for some reason.
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) we do live in a society. So there you go. Truth. Truth absolute truth bomb there and you know who else is going to drop some truth bombs are our, our guests tonight later in the show Woo-hoo! we're going to have carl stevens the creator of penny a new book coming from chronicle books yes next month mid next month we'll get to that in a moment uh, but right now i'm going to invite our first two guests here they are returning guests talking about the book i am hexed which is currently up on kickstarter they are james emmett and kirsten thompson i see james here on the stream right now. Hey, Hello, hey, James. Good to see you, hey, how are you Welcome doing?
1: back. Thank you. Um, how
0: are you guys doing? Oh, uh, so good. Great. And here's so Kirsten good. again, I think.
5: Hi, Kirsten. Nope. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 All right. Like, I'm done. I can't. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> that was <laughs> too much. I'm sorry there was
2: like
0: a rough interview question to start off with. Hello? The gotcha questions are too hard. Yeah. Uh, Well, hopefully she'll pop back in here. Yeah, I hope it's working on her end. (laughs) Uh, We'll see what happens in the meantime while we're waiting for that to get set up. James, you have yet another successful Kickstarter on your hands. Congratulations.
5: I I know. Thank you. It's very overwhelming and um, uh, very exciting. Uh uh, Uh-oh. I'm trying. I'm getting a possible message from her um so no i
2: mean it, <laughs> oh i'm lost in the internet like, are you okay <laughs> i'm
3: trapped in some um, sort
5: of ones and zeros I, I think she's fine i think um right. no uh i don't know what's happening well, here i'll um, tell you
0: what this is a little bit of business there's a little peek behind the curtain that i'm going to share with you i'm going to remove her from the stream and invite her back in so there we go Ooh, what a fun Ooh, bts moment yeah. i'll tell you what i'm saying that in the case power. she hears us so she doesn't think that we just
3: oh. kicked her out oh, okay i see what you're
0: doing there <laughs> yep
3: but while Alex um, is um, de- booting everyone out of um, the I VIP know, room as well, Justin, I know. <laughs> bye. Um, bye, so great to see you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I was
5: almost out when you guys were talking about another four-hour-long movie. I just, I was. That's that's the right choice. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. That's the test that we all have to uh, pass or fail. Um, tell uh-huh. us about the Kickstarter. You keep crushing Kickstarters.
5: Oh, I know just one after the other. No, um, we've been very, very, very fortunate, um, our fans, um, people come back for the book and want to see the full story and it's super exciting and, um, it's a great story and it has some really wonderful artists attached and Kirsten's a great writer and we've just been really lucky and fortunate and, uh, you know, like, no, we, none of us knew what the quarantine pandemic awfulness was, um, Yeah, Uh, I mean, us either. So nobody knew what that was going to hand us. um, But we've been fortunate and everybody seems to have come back. Oh, there she is. There it (laughs) is.
3: Right on cue
0: as if everyone needs to come back. And then boom, there she is. Uh, Kirsten, Ah. how are you doing? Good to see you again as well. Also, congratulations on the huge success of your Kickstarter. I know you've talked about this before on the show. But for those who are tuning in for the first time, what's the basic concept, what's the pitch line of I Am Hexed?
6: Um, and I always, <laughs> and I think I've modified it a couple times since <laughs> the, um, the, the beginning, so I think it's definitely um, political mystery which is in Washington, D.C., you know, modern day, you know, it's pretty much the easiest way to put it. I usually say it's a, a political magical mystery with a carnivorous plant, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: nice. That's pretty cool uh now since the last time you've been on though witches have become hot they're very popular uh they're big in the pop culture lots of stuff going on with that why do you think that is i mean obviously you guys were ahead of the trend so i want to give right. credit i mean where it's
5: we due. were on the cutting edge i want everyone to understand that yeah. we brought about um, well kirsten brought this about i just helped um, i think um all right, Kirsten, go ahead. What do you think? What do you, I mean... I was
6: drinking think? water, so I was letting you talk, so... Oh, <laughs> that's That's the lesson <laughs> first. Yeah.
5: I know. I'm always talking, so I'm like yes, tired of my own so. voice.
6: Um, <laughs> no, I think that there are trends. I mean, you know, vampires were big for a while, and then they weren't popular, and now they're, you know, things sort of wane and surge, you know, so witches are enjoying a resurgence and popularity i think it's as simple as that i think that some of the ideas of witchcraft and of magic certainly um, we've seen different formats of them and this is one format they can take
0: now this is the i believe the final issue of the series why wrap it up
6: yeah um, so this is the fourth, you know, it's always envisioned as a four-issue miniseries. And okay. so this is the ending of this arc. Um, there is more story. I do have, you know, mm. an outline, <laughs> you know. <laughs> 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 nice. James yeah, you you have to that.
3: show us. We believe
6: you. You don't have to prove <laughs> anything. No, have, James has seen the files. I have outlines for so many things. Um, so I would be happy to write more. Um, but right now, this is this particular arc. It's the end of this arc. So if you've been waiting to catch up on this arc, or you're just like, oh, I don't want to get it till there's all four issues. It's safe to do that now. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> sort of you know, there's more story, but this is, you know, sort of uh, a neat encapsulation of the first part.
0: Now, I was looking over the Kickstarter, which, again, super successful. You definitely don't need the patented comic book club bump, but you've got it anyway, so that's <laughs> you got pretty it. good. Uh, but it, looking at this cover here, if you are watching it live, you can see that there's a cute little green guy on the right side here, uh, and you made a plush of that. How soft and cushy is that plush?
6: <laughs> <laughs> so very. That's, that's Demi. Um, that's what happens when... You, your plants accidentally become carnivorous, so watch out. Um, it's super cute and also has kind of – it's also kind of crabby, <laughs> a little bit of a bad attitude. Um, but, yeah, the plush is super cute and super soft, and I had to hide it from my cats. Otherwise, they would have stolen it from me because it's oh.
0: really, really soft. Yeah. What is it like having – merch like that in the real world i have to feel like there has to be a difference between well you oh, get the yeah. physical comic versus now there's something that's suddenly in three dimensions
6: i think it's a really special feeling because it is something that you create you know that is a character that i've envisioned and then you know all the different artists portrayed it in their various ways and all of them are gorgeous and then to have that you know something you can physically hold is a really unique feeling i think
0: yeah um, is, are there plans and uh, maybe this is for you James to collect all of the issues in some sort of trade paperback now that the arc is done
5: I mean it's definitely a conversation that we've had <laughs> because I think that's the reality <laughs> of what the, I mean people like that format they like to have it all bundled up and into one book so it's definitely like a thing that Kirsten and I have talked about but I think we also wanted to make it special and different and maybe include some other stuff in it so it makes it Mm. more appealing and just kind of different than like, oh, here are our books again, you know, Mm -hmm. like something that's gonna make it just a little bit special. So we're definitely talking about it. Um, So you're saying release it as like a a plush book, like a (laughs) full, very very
3: (laughs) soft book. It's Mm. gonna
5: be uh, like those old like children's books with like the furry parts. It's gonna be really furry in certain areas. Uh, now it's getting dirty in my head. Yeah, no, I didn't <laughs> very think I quickly. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. It's been a long quarantine, you guys. Yes. 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 No doubt about that.
3: As someone who re- still reads a lot of those books, um, I, they're ready for an update. Let me be honest. <laughs> exactly. like other stuff needs texture.
2: Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: Kirsten, even with another arc or general ideas planned out about I Am Hex, do you have another project in the work Past this, or are you just concentrating on like getting through this Kickstarter and that's all in your mind right now?
6: Well, I think you know, a Kickstarter sort of occupies your every waking moment when you're running <laughs> one. Certainly, I know that James has texted me at hours when I know he's supposed to be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
2: <Wow>. Uh, <laughs> I was like, go to
6: bed, I go know. to bed um,
2: because it is,
6: it's simultaneously exciting and nerve wracking, you know. Um, but I am, you know, I did sign with an agent this past. Congrats.
3: Congrats.
6: Um, yes, yeah, so I did sign with an agent um, from KT Literary uh, named Jazz Perry, and she's lovely. And so I am working on a couple projects for her, which obviously aren't announced yet, um, but I am man. working on those. Yeah. So I actually have to write some pages tonight. I've got my two days right write <laughs> script. <laughs> uh,
0: well, we won't keep you very much longer then, uh, but the Kickstarter is going on for another two days. Is that right at this point? Yeah, or is I it even like, less at this point?
5: We have like 42 hours left okay. so, or something. Yeah, it ridiculous. is on
6: Thursday morning, I believe.
5: And you guys aren't sleeping until the Kickstarter's no. over. Is that right? No rest till Brooklyn. Or
0: right. James <laughs> is just going to be texting you for the next 42 hours straight. Could we do uh. a
3: stretch goal of
5: a nap of some sort, please? <laughs> a nap
6: yeah, I'm just going to sedate him. You know, I... long distance sedation.
5: That'll be uh, my, I'll have like I'm a two nap it. and then the money will come in and then the production starts and I scramble and I pack everything and I freak out and get less sleep.
3: It's a healthy way to live, just in fits and starts. I'm,
5: you know, I'm, I'm fine. fine. I'm fine. I'm <laughs> fine. The more times you say it, the more I believe you. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. go. To cry like I'm smiling. <laughs> fine. Rolling down. I'm
0: Before we do let you go, though, if people are listening in and do want to pledge in the last 42 hours, uh, mm-hmm. beyond the plush, there's a bunch of other fun bonuses that you can get. Do you want to lay out a couple of the
5: things that people could expect from the Kickstarter if they do want to check it out? For sure. Um, so there's uh, a we have the main cover by Paulina Show who's come back, um, and she's always fantastic. And um, I've managed to wrangle her in a couple of times. She's just such a great person. Um, and now we have uh, Jen St. Ange, who returned. Uh, she did print for issue one, um, and she just knocked out this awesome Kickstarter variant cover, which is really freaking fabulous. And then um, we have returning artist Yoshi Yoshitani and Elaine Grace doing prints, they both do prints. And then we have uh, a new artist named Bex Glendining who uh, did a f- awesome print and uh, you showed it earlier and it was like the moon behind the witches mm-hmm. and the witches flying in front of the. Anyway, it's a really awesome print. Anyway, everybody, all the artists, knock it out of the park. And of course, Amagoya Aguirre, who has returned to do interiors and Taylor Esposito on letters. I mean, we were very fortunate. The, the Creative Coven, like I like to call them, mm. um, including Kirsten, um, are just—they're all freaking knocking it out of the park, and I couldn't be happier with everything that's come in. And there's so, yeah, there's tons of different rewards. So there's the prints, there's the Kickstarter variant cover, there's um, you can get a keychain, you can get um, uh, you can get these coasters that we design that are really cool. So like when the world is you know somewhat normal and you want to have a party, and you can have some coasters to put your uh, you know. Magical uh, concoctions on. There's the word. ooh, There's nice, the nice, nice. Thanks, nailed that. You pulled it out at the end. There.
3: <laughs> you, you did it. I was imagining putting out coasters and having a party where I just sit in all the different chairs in my house um, over the also, until we're also, ready to. <laughs>
5: totally also, just well, a silly party. Up. You, know, you just yeah. put them out and pretend that you have yeah. people coming. Yeah. That's <laughs> what my life is. I have coasters <laughs> out all the time. Like I live alone. Little- What's the plan,
3: too? <laughs> coasters are a thing <laughs> of the
0: past. Oh man. Uh well again, congratulations. Very excited for both of you. Good to see your faces again. Hopefully we do get out of quarantine and do this semi in person at some point and yeah. we'll share those coasters. Absolutely. Sounds all good. right. Go get some sleep, James. Stop texting oh, no. her. Never sleep. Never sleep, James. Shatter. Keep
3: living. <laughs> Take it all the way to the edge. I'm with you.
0: <laughs> Thank Have you. Have a good guys. night. Bye Take guys. Care. Thank you. Bye all right uh there we go wow, it's good was... to see them again it is good to yeah. see them again james emmett and kirsten thompson the book is called i am hexed it's on kickstarter right now unless you're listening to the podcast or watching the videos a couple of days from now in which case too late Oof.
3: wow you're really always punishing wow. people who are on your <laughs> schedule alex so sorry get with the
0: program we're a live show buddy
3: Every week oh I go God. back to the very first episode of Comic Book Club and I start listening again right after we finish. Wow. And sometimes I don't make it all the way back to the <laughs> current one. But I wanna
0: really keep the continuity in my mm-hmm. head. Yeah, it's important to understand. We well, have to release well, a trade. Are we, about?
3: we need to release a trade that just gets all of every all of our main issues and deletes the things we repeat. So maybe honest is a lot. And <laughs> we'll just
0: <laughs> if we deleted all the things we repeat, the episode would be out of uh, ten minutes long, I think. So yeah.
3: Yeah. Have I told the story where David Copperfield made me disappear? No, here we oh, go. wow. I'll tell you what,
0: I'm going to invite our next guest into the yeah, stream here. That. As mentioned earlier, he's the creator of Penny from Chronicle Books that's coming out on April 13th. It's a delightful book from the perspective of a cat named Penny, <laughs> which we will talk about in a moment. And the thing that I'm particularly excited about is it brings together a lot of our interests because I have a daughter named Penny, Pete mm-hmm. has a cat, and Justin, you like. Comic books, I believe. <laughs> yes,
3: I also only purchase things with pennies, mm. and it's a real pain when it comes to like my bills. Mm-hmm. Very expensive shipping costs, pennies.
0: <laughs> how do you? So you ship the pennies? How do you pay yeah. for the shipping?
3: Um, also pennies. So okay. I ship pennies to the Fed to FedEx to then mm-hmm. get the uh, pay, the postage to mail pennies to um, Con Ed. Wow. Oh God. <laughs> Edison! My you seem very card. unsure about Man, that. This, uh... I was like, do I know the answer to this? <laughs> <laughs> this penny bit really paid off. It's not oh, a bit. We're clearly, waiting, go, clearly waiting. Clearly waiting. Oh, Pete, why don't you chip in with uh, something? Talk about your cat again.
4: Uh, oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. I don't want to repeat myself.
3: You know what? Where is your cat? I've, your cat has never made it on screen.
4: Oh, that's not true.
3: I'm almost doubting if this cat is even real.
0: (laughs) I think you just sort of bend your head off camera and go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was my Uh, cat. That's. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The the fans are.
2: Oh,
0: Oh, there's my dog.
3: Alex has a dog. What a menagerie. Roger.
4: Oh, boy. You've getting a cat flown in here. No. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) <laughs> just, that you know, was
3: uh, sorry, I know that you said that was a cat, but, but that was just a mop, an old mop that you hooked <laughs> into the frame, right?
4: No man, she you know, when she's all sleepy or kids like that. Don't don't make fun of she's her. She's sleepy?
3: Oh, that's nice. She has permanent bedhead. That,
4: yeah, that cat just sleeps all day. It's uh <laughs> it's my dream life. That yeah.
3: Except for when the cat is picked up and thrown in front of the camera very briefly. <gasps> oh, yeah,
2: that was awful.
3: Real drive. I hope you yours. guys are
4: happy about that. I am. It was great. You made me want to do that. Um, cat won't talk to me for weeks.
0: Uh Here, I'm going to give you guys a little peek behind the curtain. Here, it looks like Carl might be having some trouble connecting. So,
3: <laughs> oh, really? Is that why we're still talking about this? Cat <laughs> <stuff>? <laughs> I just said I said Con Ed a while ago, and I was like,
0: yeah, I got to, I got to remove him and add him back in again. This is for Carl's benefit, so he oh, understands. Good. And
3: What's Alex, real dedication to the stagecraft. <laughs> Thank uh, you.
0: Keeping that's, the... Well, that's what a good stage manager does, right? I mean, a lot of us don't remember theater, but what I seem to yep. remember is the stage manager come out on stage and be like, all right, so what are we are doing? <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've, we've had <laughs> some problems. Hey, there's a lot of calls for Pip, so I,
3: I don't believe Pip exists. Uh, there's one call for Pip, and we all know Pip exists because he's around. There's, oh,
0: there's a second call for Pip, you're done. Well, there's from, a lot of Pete. Pip. Oh, third one, fourth yeah, one. Wow, this yeah. is really building steam. People, people want Pip. Pip 2020. Uh,
3: Pip is my dog. Um, Pip is so many floors away, and I don't have anyone who's oh. watching this today. Hey! Hey!
2: <laughs>
0: there we go. Hey, Carl, how are you doing? Great,
2: thanks. How are you? <laughs> Good. Uh,
0: Sorry thanks about for coming. That. No, it's fine. We're year into the pandemic, and literally none of us, including the companies, have figured out how to make any of this work. <laughs> so there you go. It's, it's all only good. been a year. Yeah, only, they'll figure it out eventually. Um, yeah. Once we're outside in the park, which is a thing we'll all be doing shortly. Oh,
7: yes. Yeah. Wow. Outside. Mm. You promise?
2: Yeah. I promise. <laughs> Alex made it. If it doesn't it a stop promise. snowing.
7: Yeah, it, exactly. It been that,
2: that's anymore?
0: happening on. It's happening on Friday, I think here, yeah, which yeah. is ludicrous. Yeah. You're that's not what you're here to talk about. You're not here to talk about the weather report. Let's the talk weather? about Penny, which is coming out on April 13th as mentioned from Chronicle Books. This is Actually to... no. Oh, no. It's coming
7: out April 20th because there's no. there's a, there's a <laughs> national shipping uh problem at the ports. So it got bumped Ooh, a week. April 20th. 420. Oh that's nice. I <laughs> Sweet
2: man. congrats.
0: Much better. Uh well yeah. it's kind of appropriate. I don't want to spoil too much about your book, but the cat gets pretty high in your book, so I think that's that's gonna work There's out. There's not much nice. to do. Yes. There's so not the much to do thing in that, the apartment. That's fascinating about this book. This is built is a true life story, but it's also from the perspective of your cat. Talk to me about that.
7: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well um, I mean, I'm sure Pete can understand this, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, our, our – I, I have no cats... idea about
3: cat ownership. Is it anything like um, having um, children or um, – nope. uh, Like uh, It's not Whoa. like that. that. Is it anything like owning a big, scary pair of shears like this?
7: Well, oh in, in a sense, I mean, but only if the pair of shears uh, takes a dump in a box yeah. like several well. times a day that you have to – And then you got to clean that in, up. Yeah, yeah. And flush it down the toilet.
3: Um, Oh, interesting.
7: um, Yeah, I mean, you know, well, Penny, like, when we got her, like, she just had this really sad look on her face. And, um, you know, my, like, wife and I just kind of started to develop this, this, like, inner life for her.
8: And (laughs) so, um,
7: yeah, I mean, it kind of, like, grew out of that. Um, But uh, really, well, it, like, started as, like, a weekly uh, comic strip for the Village Voice, uh, mm, cool. At the, at, at the end of uh, 2016, and uh, I was approached by them to just come up with a strip um, through uh, Tom Spurgeon. Like, do you guys know? Oh, yeah, where like, the remember yeah, yeah, oh, Tom yeah. was? Yeah. Um. So, like, Tom was like sort of like a de facto agent, like, because I guess the Voice was in the market to find some weekly cartoonists. They wanted to, you know, like create this like roster of uh cartoonists to you know come up with strips and so i i auditioned for it and um you know uh like nothing that i pitched them was like working for them and it was actually kind of funny because they like brought me into a meeting and you know not to name the editors but they were like yeah so like We heard that there's something going on down in Brooklyn. Could you come up with like an idea about, you know, like all the hip stuff that's happening in Brooklyn? Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And I was like, well, you know, I'm like in my late thirties. I could, I could try, but. uh, (laughs) so So then, you know, I like came up with a couple ideas, you know, just about people trying to pay rent and, you know, they didn't, The hip Um, kids, you know, know, they were like skateboards.
4: I got it. Eating beef jerky, yeah, just hanging out. They
3: were
7: like, ah, you know, sucking
3: on chili dogs outside the Tasty Freeze. (laughs) I know exactly. (laughs)
7: Exactly, Playing stickball. Yeah. Um, So, uh, so you know, like those ideas, like were rejected. So then, you know, I asked my wife, you know, like like what should I do? She's like, well, why don't you write about Penny? So then, you know, so then I just started, you know, transcribing like all these ideas that I had about it. And it just kind of like evolved from there. And um, the strip only lasted about six months. Um, well, because like they were paying me like a thousand dollars per strip. And you know, I'm pretty convinced that's why they don't exist anymore. Yeah. I was going to say, all right. <laughs> Village Boys. You took them down. Their cat yeah.
3: was
4: too <laughs> cute, too well drawn. Yeah. This is beautiful, man. well,
7: Thanks, I appreciate it. Um so so I I made like a little mini, you know, comic with it and I was like selling it at like cons, you know. Mm-hmm. And um uh, I was next to uh this cartoonist Marika Makula, um and she was like, This is great, you know, like I know somebody at Chronicle, you know, you should you should pitch this, you know, I, I bet um it would make, you know, like a great book, you know, a collection of cat comics. I mean, it's kind of a no brainer. Yeah. So um so then I just I like found an agent, uh, Meg Thompson, who uh worked with like one of my writer friends and she pitched it and like sold like immediately.
4: Wow.
3: So then like, I love I... every everyone in your life is like, Hey man, this cat is great and you're like, I don't know, I'm doing this other stuff, really cool stuff <laughs> And they're like, no, do the cat, man.
7: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the story of my career. (laughs) Uh Career, Career, man. Uh (laughs) We we can just put quotes around all that stuff. Life, (laughs) I live in a basement, all these things. Yeah, I know. I mean, I got to start listening to, you know, all the advice about just keeping it simple, you know. Like, I'm trying to write some, like, epic, like, you know, fantasy, like, sword and sorcery, like, Frank Thorne kind of thing. And they're like, no just keep it simple Make it like, right, cat. About the, <laughs> right about the cat's thoughts so yeah, yeah but i mean you know i mean like penny's really about just you know like what it's like to be like a house cat you know i mean especially like in our apartment because it's you know it's only 900 square feet and you know there's not like a lot of room to like kind of roam around and you know i would imagine that would get really depressing Aww. so <laughs> um so it's it's like a lot of like her kind of musings on that but then she like discovers that there's uh a portal that's inside the couch and that takes her to like this like other realm. And like, she discovers that there's this whole other world of like other cats that are like out there. So, Oh wait, that's the sequel. Um, <laughs> but no, but like that, there's like this whole other realm and like, you know, she just goes on adventures. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of give and take. I mean, it's, it's definitely more of like a collection, you know, it's, it's sort of like, you know, like Garfield's um, oh, I don't that's... know on acid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's great uh like we were showing off with the the art from inside the book it's really gorgeously rendered how much of it were you doing as photo reference from your actual cat and how hard is it to get photo reference of a cat who probably doesn't want to stand still or move in the right way at all
7: oh yeah it's the worst yeah i mean i'm (laughs) constantly you know i'm constantly taking photos of her you know um yeah i've taken like video i mean like that helps too so, if you want to get technical about it.
3: But how how has your relationship with Penny changed now that you're like really she's your she's
4: your muse?
7: Um, she's she's gotten fatter because mm. um confident. You know. All the
4: treats you got to give her to do stuff.
7: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it might be it might be like depression or <laughs> Or it's probably just the food that we're giving her.
3: Oh, no. so. It'll be both. <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: know. No, wait, I have to no. ask, and this isn't to, like, uh, pimp you out at all, but given you are, I assume, doing this from home, is Penny somewhere in that apartment? She is. I mean, you... Hey, Alex.
7: Alex, could you bring Penny over so we can <laughs> pick her out?
4: Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and
2: bring Over the cat. <laughs> huh?
3: Penny says no. Penny's oh. in her chamber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Penny doesn't come out for less than five hundred bucks.
7: Um, yeah, here she
3: comes. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so right. sorry for those listening at home. I'll quickly describe it. It's a cat. It's a big cat.
4: Uh, <laughs> it's the most adorable cat. Be yeah. cat. Is a oh, beautiful oh. cat. I know. Oh. Yeah, but like she d- has
0: gotten
7: kind of big. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Does she She's know that you wrote a book about her?
2: Yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I mean. You know, I, I am probably like a little crazy, but I'm probably not that crazy. Was there anything? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, once I get the books, I'm sure she'll read it. So we haven't got ours yet.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it'll be interesting to see her reaction to pictures of herself. Uh, So you were mentioning this a little bit when you are talking about the description, but certainly there's a lot of fantasy things that go on here where you're managing the inner life of the cat, as well as just very, in the best way, banal things, where it's just the cat going about her day and doing her thing. Was there anything that you felt like, no, this is too ridiculous? This is something that Penny would never do?
7: Oh, Oh, that's a good question. Um, no, I mean, you know, well, is there something that you're thinking of?
0: Okay. <laughs> no, no, nothing in particular. I, I'm just curious, like, because you are trying to be, in the best way, very realistic about what a cat might do, even though obviously we can't hear cats' thoughts. But I'm just wondering if there was a time when you got to the dialogue and you are like, I got to tweak this. A cat, My cat would not actually say this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I think... I think I have
7: my finger on her pulse. I mean, you know, I literally sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I feel like I can like transcribe like what those expressions are. I mean, like, I'm not just like projecting that onto her, you know,
2: (laughs) I
4: don't know. I mean, I don't know how to answer that. Uh, (laughs) I want to say one of my favorite is when uh, the, the cat is like uh, uh, watching uh, something outside and it's like, Oh man, I wish I could murder those. You know, it oh, was yeah. sort of a real fun moment. I thought that was a great kind of, I really felt like you got inside the cat for that one. Like, oh, were, nice. it feels like you really understand your cat. Pete, yeah, Carl's not writing I mean, about your cat.
3: Carl's <laughs> writing about his cat. <laughs> if okay. you want to see a book about your cat, Pete, you have to
4: write it. Okay. <laughs> you, have, no. It seems like I would have to do a lot of drugs to really kind of the, the, the amount of mind work that he's doing there is, is very impressive. Oh, well,
7: thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure Penny really misses murdering things <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's like all of us yeah it's gonna be a drag I mean yeah. you know fortunately but unfortunately for her you know there aren't many uh rodents or you know cockroaches in the apartment so maybe think about getting some mice <laughs> I know I keep thinking about it I mean you know every time I walk by a rat on the street I'm like should I catch that and bring it in should I, I bring it <laughs>
0: So this, since this came out of a little bit of a game where you're imagining what the inner life was like, and now that's become your job. Do you not play that game anymore? Is it like a chef who's like, I don't want to cook at home. I just order it.
7: <laughs> what? I'm like talking to my cat? Yeah. Yeah.
0: have you stopped talking to your cat
2: no every day Alex Actually, has big
3: intervention vibes right now like, hey,
7: so um listen um are you, are you talking to your cat I am but you know she keeps I mean she used to tell me to kill the president but like she stopped yeah. <laughs> she said, I don't know what the deal is she's a, she's a Biden so. voter
2: Yeah, I guess Sometimes you wake up
4: and there's like a knife and extractions on your pillow. (laughs) 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 Right. Yeah, but it's...
7: But they're like really tiny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: I, I am actually curious since you talked about, and I know it sounds like the Village Voice was a very specific, very weird sort of opportunity, but is that something, is newspaper comics something you've pursued at all since? Have you seen... That particular job path changed at all over quarantine or anything like that?
7: Um. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I spent a long time uh, at the Boston Phoenix. I was there for about seven mm-hmm. years doing a weekly comic. And like that, that, that was about being like a 20 something like slacker. And um, wait,
4: was that, you know, like the similar to the dig in Boston?
7: Yeah, but it was, it was a lot bigger. Um, I mean, they like okay. stopped publishing in 2020. <laughs> 13 but like they had started like in the 60s
3: yeah and i, I mean, remember that i lived in boston for a year i remember the phoenix well
7: oh really yeah um yeah so i mean you know yeah they were like you know they were like the like all weekly yeah like all the show listings and everything so but they um i like won a zero grant to do like my first book and they did like a review of it this is like in 2005 and um they had asked me to do a weekly strip that was based on the on the book which is about being a hipster living in Alston so um so yeah so I mean you know I kind of get a taste of like what the newspapers were doing as far as like comics you know like back then and you know but I guess my point is that like even back then it was sort of in decline you know like you could tell that uh they just didn't have like the resources to like support you know I mean comics are always the first to go you know art's always the first to go you know (laughs) so I mean I feel like that's that's you know, even more true now, you know, almost 10 years later, it's, I mean, well, like what even exists anymore? You know I mean? Like, like where oh, are the man. newspapers, you know?
3: Yeah. I mean, it's just hearing, it's um, hearing you talk about the Phoenix and um, in the comments talk, people are talking about like, that's where you look up shows to go to. And that's, I lived in Boston, I think 2003. And like, it okay. was like, what are we doing? Let's go. Um, it's, let's go to the can tab. It's uh bluegrass night at the can tab or whatever. And just like, bouncing around the city reading the Phoenix to get us there. I'm sure I encountered uh your stuff
7: um well, yeah, I mean well no that was that was like right that was before, before. two again yeah. yeah, I mean, I was doing illustrations and stuff, but yeah, it was before the comics, but yeah, I mean, I think like a lot of the revenue was from like the adult like personal ads that were in the back <laughs> and <laughs> once I mean that's true, yeah. Same but, for know, like, voice. yeah, I mean, yeah, like same for the voice, but I mean, like you know once once like Craigslist started coming around and then like you know dating apps i I think it was kind of like the death nail for that and you know just you know i mean that's that's like one reason but there's like a whole like myriad of reasons but it's sort of like the internet in general you know Mm -hmm. but i mean you know i feel like that's where i mean it's it's like web comics right it's like patreon i mean like if you want to do like a regular comic strip you should do something like that you know just get people to pay you like five bucks a month and just do a daily strip. Just build up an audience, you know.
4: Yeah. all right, mean, we'll let's because, do it, guys.
7: Because you know, you'll, you'll like have like all the freedom in the world, and you can write about whatever you want. You know, like you don't know, have like some editor like, you know, in like Tulsa telling you not to, <laughs> you know, uh, write I a know. joke about, you know, I don't know X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And but, well- <clears> That's a lot of my jokes
0: to that end then so <laughs> you got Penny coming out next month is are there thoughts about continuing that, whether online or in a second volume or anything like that?
7: Oh yeah I mean i've have, I have like two books uh, written like mm. in script form um, that are like straight narratives you know like a like a hero's journey for both of them so um so yeah you know we're gonna see how Penny does and then we'll pitch it.
0: okay awesome. So, did you ever think you would spend so much time writing about your cat? <laughs>
7: Not at all. Not at all. I mean, you know, I like, grew up, I mean, I loved Garfield and uh, like Calvin and Hobbes. I mean, oh, you, know, I like, yeah. I was, you know, I was like, you know, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, you know, so like Calvin and Hobbes was like, oh, yeah, you know, it was like my jam, you know, so yeah. I I kind of always wanted to be like a newspaper uh, comic strip artist, but. You know, I mean, it's it's 2021. I mean, like that, that field is just completely erased, you know, mm. so it's just all about the graphic novel. I mean, even like comic books, you know, because like later, like, you know, after comics, you know, after like comic strips in the paper, you know, I got into, you know, like Marvel and DC, and like Mad Magazine, you know, I mean, like even that like format is just completely antiquated, you know. I mean, you guys know this, right? What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm my (laughs) dreams, Horrifying. So, you know, (laughs) so so it's all books. So, you know, you have to, like, kind of retool your brain. It's like, okay, I want to be a cartoonist, so I need to write longer narratives. I mean, even, like, this collection is, like, you know, sort of an anomaly, you know, like a collection of strips. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I I think it still works. You're know, you saying it's a collection of strips, but at the same time, reading through it, there's these great little stories there. There are connecting fibers throughout it. Like you said, there's the recurring theme of the portal that Petty is looking at that's super fun, that builds to a fun climax. So I I do feel like it splits the difference between feeling like a daily strip and feeling like something that it is a continuing and building story over the course of the volume.
7: Well, thanks. Yeah, I mean, well, like I had to break it up because otherwise it couldn't be Penny a graphic memoir. It would be Penny a suicide note.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Dark. dark. Very dark. <laughs> but it's all right. No, do, you that's often,
3: do you often find yourself looking around your apartment like, okay, what else? What
0: else? Yeah,
2: Wait, well, what, what else? else? Uh, <laughs> I can hey, talk to the...
7: Calvin Hobbs. So... that's well, a... that... <laughs> There is another. There is another cat. We have two
2: cats. Wow.
0: Oh, Wait, who's your... Oh, dropping this towards the end of the interview, Carl. Wait, is uh, the right. second
4: one named Milo? Please tell me it's Milo.
0: <laughs> That's my son's name, so he's wondering if you <laughs> named your cats after my children.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: or vice versa, Alex. <laughs> yeah.
7: I thought you were referencing of. Milo and Otis. <laughs> yeah,
3: me too. That. I actually thought that. <laughs>
0: so. so did I when we named my son. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Milo's a great name. Well, Thank you. um, um like Bloom County. Yeah. He's a character of Milo.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> a couple of Milo's out there. Not a ton, though.
7: Uh but what Milo's what is Norman. your cat
0: named?
3: Uh Pepper. Uh, I had a cat I mean, named Pepper, Pepper or... when I
0: was a kid.
1: No. <laughs>
3: really? Pepper, yeah, it was a barn cat that we got that would talk Pepper. about murdering animals. It would murder yeah. the animals, <laughs> leave them on the porch, and then um it would it could kill a bird with its back legs. It would stand their weight and Ground. flip up dig its back claws into the bird and ground it and then tear it apart.
7: Jesus. Horrifying. Wow. Yeah, it was a monstrous
0: <laughs> just murder weapon. Does Pepper get jealous of the fact that Penny gets to be a superstar? Yeah.
7: Oh, yeah, totally. Well, I mean, Penny is like the alpha cat <laughs> anyways. So oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, wow. like, uh, you know, Penny goes to the food first. Pepper just sits by and watches, you know, and waits for oh, her. Oh, wow. Turn. Yeah. You know, Penny's okay. a lot thinner than <laughs> I mean, uh, Pepper's <laughs> a lot thinner. Oh, oh, oh. This
3: is <laughs> you're I mean, sad
7: about weight. Yeah,
3: <laughs> shaming poor Penny. Yeah. Uh, I know it's bad. This it's I feel like there's, it's
4: my own problem.
3: Yeah, <laughs> there's real drama here. I feel like Pepper's waiting <laughs> for the moment. Yeah, there's a, a lot up. of
4: the books there in your just in your apartment.
7: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: though, no. You know, that...
7: Yeah, no, I mean, like that is that is the sequel. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just gonna tell I'm just gonna reveal it all. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, I mean, yeah, because I think. Well, I mean, I am I am pretty excited about the sequel. I mean, because that's what I'm thinking about now. Well, I mean, I have like another project that I'm about to start that um, I'm just illustrating. That's a horror comic, but that's all I'll say. But it's gonna be big. It's a great story. It's it's big. It's gonna be with a big publisher
3: very um, cool let me get is there a third cat in your apartment uh, <laughs> there,
7: there might be keep promising for, another uh, for, for i'm like penny goes to hawaii you know that yes <laughs> love it
0: that always goes there what that's usually the third movie and then the fourth or fifth one is going to be penny in space i assume
7: yeah oh right just like tintin <laughs> or 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 down under
3: Yes, I Oh, way. great call. Down yes. Under was the space before we knew about outer space.
7: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: Carl, before we let you go, any final thoughts, any things you want to uh, mention to people who might be interested in picking up Penny?
7: Well, uh, Penny is, despite all the dark, uh, depressing uh, comments, is actually quite funny. And I think that yes. anyone who is a fan of uh, humor and cats would uh, really enjoy
0: it. Yeah, I definitely agree. Carl, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure seeing you hope to see penny in Likewise. space or penny V pepper Dawn of cats. Yes. 25. Yes. 2025. yes 2025. Let's do it. <laughs> Have a good night, Carl. Take care. All right.
3: You see, you. great talking uh, Carl.
0: Yeah, there we go. Uh, oh, Carl man. Stevens, as mentioned, Penny is coming out April 20th from Chronicle books. Check it out uh justin is doing something he's, a,
4: he's got just get himself a beer it's fine just oh, supposed okay. to just kind of you know just roll
0: the way to be professional man uh listen this show is all about pulling back the curtain and showing people how these shows work they're fascinated they want to know because oh, it's such yeah. a mysterious process
4: yeah, yeah he just i want to go, how... to, he had to, go to his kick... mini fridge behind him there
3: who are you kicking out, um from the room now to, and then invite them back Pete
4: in. any second.
0: <laughs> but not the audience, because we're going to move to our next section, which is audience questions. And for that, I think you all know how this goes. If you're over on Crowdcast, drop a question and ask a question. If you're over on the YouTube, drop a question in the comments. I will keep an eye on that. But before that, as always, let's talk about what you drinking. Justin, you, drinkin'? you just stepped What's out. Drinkin'? From the mini fridge, what you drink? I wish I had a mini fridge, but I don't.
3: I was plugging in my laptop. I'm drinking a little easy going.
4: That's a uh, box. That's extra a beer. mile. Huh? Yeah, oh, beer in a box.
2: box. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I've heard of the wine
4: in a box, but never beer. Is uh, that? That's fancy. Southern uh, Tier, one of my faves.
3: Southern Tier, it's good. It's like a chill, uh, sort of lighter IPA. Nice.
4: Pete, what about you? What are you poisoning uh, yourself with this it, week? I'm keeping it classy, you know, the champagne and beers. Uh, for some reason, I have a neon sign that when I close my eyes, I can kind of see that reminds me to drink the high mm. life. <laughs> there we go. Uh,
0: I'm I'm having a laganitis. Whoa! building
4: off the uh, label. You're all right, buddy. You okay? Oh, no. That's I'm fine. Bad time.
0: Yeah,
3: That a bad was a time. real crusty sound effect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not 100% sure about this beer or my survival to the end of the show, so we'll see what happens. They're Let's get to some questions here. This is from Edward Doherty. Uh, good question. I don't think we've ever gotten this one. What oh. makes a good superhero logo? Ooh.
3: Let's see. A Spider-Man?
0: <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> I mean, I guess uh... the question uh, is, we could be talking about, like, the Punisher symbol on the Punisher, or we could be talking about the title treatment, you know, either way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I yeah. think when it comes to the title treatment, that's a little easier to identify. It's something, uh, this sounds stupid to say, but that you can clearly read that is clear and simple.
3: I think the spirit of the question is less about the font and more about the,
0: No, the but, I, but I do think, I mean, if that's what we're talking about, something like there are sometimes where you'll get something that's an overcomplicated, too many words, not clear enough, too much going on. It's hard to read what the exact name of the thing is from yes. across the store or something like that. Um, you want something that you can look at like, Above that comic book rack and immediately be
4: able to identify. Yeah, you I want to think like- about something that was like, if it was projected in the clouds, you could understand what's going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like,
3: you want a title like Batman and Superman versus vampires and werewolves.
0: Right. That's the sort of thing that you can easily understand because there's not four
4: fonts going on at the same time. Right. Right.
3: Uh, yes. um
4: Yeah, I mean, I feel like this answer or this question should be more for like a graphic designer about like, you know, you want to have clean lines, you want to have a simple image that kind of grabs your attention, makes you kind of stop, be like, ooh, what is this, you know, tell me more, and you want to have the symbol kind of represent <laughs> what's inside, you know?
3: Nice, coming at it from a real branding perspective. I love the idea that Punisher, when he was first figuring out um, what to do with all his guns, it was like, what well, should I graphic design here, Skull? It's yeah, yeah, cool. And he was like, are cool. maybe I can yeah.
4: bullets? No, yeah. no, no. I." Did he
3: Did he contact a friend who worked for a small ad agency? It was like, hey, um, would you mind drawing me a fucked up skull
8: for my shirts?
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm sure Pete would agree. The absolute best origin of the Punisher skull is from the Thomas Jane version where he (laughs) found it in the ocean. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Canonical. Yep. And nautical.
3: Oh, boy. Uh, I like my Punisher nautical.
0: I think I stopped watching the movie at that point when he was wandering on the beach and he found the Punisher shirt in the ocean. He's like, "Well, this
3: is my shirt now." Was that the idea that it was like a pirate thing? Like I he don't was know. like, <laughs>
0: "Look at what what's going on there." A pirate left his I'm shirt. I'm not going to
4: explain it to you because you guys are way off, and I'm not even going to. It's not mm, even no, worth. that's
0: way on target. Oh my
3: god! <laughs> yeah. Are you saying our cursory watch of the Punisher movie isn't yeah. enough to get in the head of the character. Yeah,
4: because someone who's seen the movie numerous times knows yeah. the answer and you're driving me insane. Yeah. Because, where, it's his you, son. his son made the shirt for him, you pieces of shit. Did, no, it washes him
0: out of the ocean.
4: Yeah, yeah same, because he the whole a little thing pottle. got shot
0: up. Oh my
3: god, I hate. No, didn't on, he go on, to on, like on, a on. didn't he go to a lake house and it was in the mailbox? And every time, <laughs> like, he passed it to Thunder Bullock, and then it was like, "Yeah, yeah wait." Exactly. I'm sorry,
0: I do have a question about this. His son made him a skull shirt. Yeah, yeah. If my son made me a skull shirt, I'd be like, "What the fuck?"
3: Yeah.
0: Um, well, I'm glad.
4: <laughs> I'm, glad you, I'm glad you don't have a son. Then well, he does have such your kids. What broadcast. do you know?
0: What do you know?
2: <laughs> what's, what's when was mean? the
4: last time no right. uh, um, don't go there <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird uh yeah i just uh i i think there are there are logos that like the punisher logo that has an objective which is to draw attention you know and so you don't shoot them in the head but uh you know i i think you know like someone brought up in the comments Zelvin, you design our logos for the podcast and stuff like that what is something you're trying to do Uh, Well,
0: it's the sort of thing that when you're going into a comic book store, you want to be able to look across the room and clearly get what the title is. Well, hello. Yeah. I couldn't help but notice
4: you (laughs) staring at me from across the room. I'm just a logo. No,
0: I mean, I'm not a professional graphic designer or anything. I think, first of all, we had my friend Stefan designed the new Comic Book Club logo. And one of the big things the three of us talked about when we were sending ideas his way was our earlier logo, which he had also designed, which we used for about a decade was great but the font was a little chunky there was a lot going on in the background it wasn't really concentrating on the logo and we wanted something that still felt a little comic booky because that's the idea of our show but something that drew attention directly to the letters of the logo Uh, and he came up with this very Kirby Crackle-esque thing that was radiating outward so it draws your attention into the middle there and I think it's the same thing with any of the podcast logos for the most part, knowing, and this is getting very in the weeds, but knowing that when these things end up socially in particular, uh, the they crop them to sort of a, a not a square, but the center of it, try to center the logo, make it clean, make it the sort of thing that as somebody is scrolling through iTunes or Google Podcasts or whatever, where it's going to be some bold colors that jump out at them, and they're going to know immediately what it's about. Like, that's when you're looking through, you'll see a lot of these places will just be like... Uh, Riverdale after show, <laughs> so that yeah. when you see a tiny square, you can know exactly what it is. Uh, we do a little more than that, but whatever.
3: I just want you to design a logo for me that when people are scrolling through podcasts for my war journal, that they just could their eyes drawn to it. You know what I mean?
0: Well, um, I know in the Thomas thing? Jane movie, his podcast came out of the ocean, right? His podcast logo like, this is the one send. Good stuff. Good this movie. Is Good stuff. We got a question here on YouTube from Nelson Martinez. Having Disney Plus, I realized that I haven't seen many Pixar movies. What are some of your guys' top Pixar films?
2: Ooh, Ooh. great I mean, stuff. I'm a, a, I'm a,
4: I'm a sucker for emotional cries. So you know, I like a lot of them. You know, and then you got a uh, Lewis Black and Inside Out. You know, that dude's that's me all day and uh, all night.
3: Uh Nice. What ones make you cry the most, Pete? Or the ones that you're like, oh, I want to watch this again.
4: Well, I mean, there's it depends on what kind of mood you're in. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you want like a little sad touching uh story like up, you know what I mean? Some, yeah, some do you want to cry people.
3: you want to cry at the beginning of the movie? Like yeah, up or yeah, yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of the movie, like WALL-E? Yeah.
4: Well, <laughs> I mean that's the thing, you know, either way you're gonna cry. WALL-E I- is uh oh,
3: uh uh, a soul is good. A cried at soul in a yeah. in a good way. Um, yeah. Toy Story two,
0: Toy of course, we're gonna pick the newest Toy
3: Story. One. Yeah, recency bias. Uh, yeah. Toy Story four. I mean, I watch these movies on a almost everyday basis, Pete. So it, it is truly in in rotation. Just watch Toy Story four again. That movie is is oh. great. Just from an
0: emotional standpoint. That's it's so funny that because and I don't know if you feel this way, but because the tril- first trilogy of Toy Stories are so good that I always forget about Toy Story 4. Like, I'm like, wow, Toy Story, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, perfect trilogy. Oh, there was another one? Oh, I forgot about Even though it is very good. It's so good. Well, we have
3: a real bull peep hive in my house, so that's why we're watching that one. And it is really good. It's the most sort of because like, Toy Story 3 has the absolute existential crisis moment that is like just arresting oh, that God. they put that in a movie <laughs> where like, they're like, hello, children watching this movie. Think about what your life is, <laughs> um, which is sh- so shocking. And so it's like both emotional and like mentally like hard to handle for a kid's movie for sure. Quote unquote kid's movie. But the fourth one is so like cinematic and it feels mm-hmm. like like it's sort of, touching on all this great cinematic history of these great romances and is has all these like wild things happening as well.
0: So it's great. Good stuff. And of course, cars too. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cocoa. This was a, yeah. Coco. Great as well. Yeah. Uh, Brave. Pretty good. Oh yeah. Try. Brave's great, man.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, oh, bugs life way underrated. I think I love a Bugs Life. A Bugs Life is actually the one that I think doesn't necessarily make me cry, but it's the one that I enjoy watching. It's very funny and very underrated. Real no, easy
4: P. watching. You don't like it? I don't, know, I don't know. I just I don't know why you hated on Brave and you were like, Oh, a Bugs Life. No, fuck that. Brave was better than that. What's They're not about? they don't have to
3: fight.
0: Yeah. They can all be good. You can watch them all on Disney Plus. <laughs> This cool. is, we missed this for the guests, but Luananana Nana says, for the guests, <laughs> who is your fave pop culture witch? I mean, I guess it's a good question for everyone. Uh, so there you go. I what know Alex's answer. Wait, what's my answer? Your answer is Agatha, clearly. No, Sabrina, man. Wow. Really?
3: Yeah. You're sticking with Sabrina, though, even though you Dorcas. went so hard what on the... Agatha Harkness.
4: Where's Dorcas. Come on. Why don't you say him Dorcas? I mean, if we're talking
0: about, uh, you could say Dorcas. Yeah, I'm I was, I was teeing you up for that.
3: I know, I think Alex forgot Dorcas. I yeah, I think that's Dorcas. yeah,
0: <laughs> which <laughs> is the natural state of Dorcas. Her greatest spell was forgetting. Yeah, forgetting. About play. No, Agatha's great. It's just you know that just happened. That's a more concentrated thing. Over time, we've had a lot more Sabrina.
3: Yeah, I know. (laughs) You don't have to tell me about how much Sabrina we've had. I feel like we've we talked more about Sabrina than almost anything else in pop culture, I think.
0: Yeah. Oh, just real quick. John George says, I always had Alex pegged as an Ants fan. And it's very tough when you're the middle child of a billion people. Not, Not this week. Bad week to do this. Bad week to be doing it. A. Yeah. B.
3: Don't sift the comments to find some little news peg so you can go off on one of your uh, bevy of impressions yeah. you got on. That. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You dug for that one.
0: Yeah, that happened fifty minutes ago. That's wild. Uh- <laughs> uh, wait, did you have a pop culture witch, Justin?
2: Favorite witch.
3: Uh, I'm trying to think of a uh, uh, not one that's been said.
0: Baba Uh, Yaga.
3: Yeah, cool. Very cool. Which the
0: uh, I got to go. Sabrina as well. All right, there we go. Uh, Great, there we go. Uh, We got uh, one from Kevin. Who are some of your favorite plant-based characters in or out of comics? Mm. Uh, i'll say audrey too from little shop of horrors little shop Ooh, of Horrors nice. is my favorite musical of all time that Love tracks too.
4: yeah uh-huh. i gotta say uh bob the angry flower uh i don't know oh, which wow. com- which comic-con we were at but we we're at one comic-con and i was in artist alley and there was this guy who draws this like very pissed off uh Daisy flower and it was hysterical. I stopped and read his book and then bought it. It was just a, uh, just a delight to see such a adorable thing. So mad at the world. Ah,
3: yeah, I guess the anger drew you in. Um, uh, what's the do? I mean, swamp thing, I guess. Uh, sure. He- yeah. He's a plant guy. I like yeah.
0: Groot. Uh, Groot. Yes. Eduardo pointed that out. Mm hmm. Uh, what about the, the plant guy from Harley Quinn? He's pretty good. Uh, Yeah. You want know what poison it? ivy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that plant character. No, she has a talking plant. That's
4: yeah, right. The, but, uh, yeah. forgetting who does the voice, but it's fine. Yeah, it's, uh. oh, my God. Now Pete, you made me forget it. I was just about to say it, and then you were like, oh, it's. uh."
3: Pete, didn't you have a plant? Uh, J.B. Smooth.
4: That's who it is. J.B. Yeah. Smooth.
3: Didn't you have a pet poison ivy plant for a
0: while? That's not funny. <laughs> First hand up guy Highly says alert. Krakoa. That's a good answer. No, it's Pete, not. Do you prefer Krakoa or Arako? Mm-hmm. Which is your favorite plant island that fucks? Neither. Hmm. Hmm. Okara? Yeah, that's an option. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Uh, here we go. Stray Bullet says, I don't know if this got answered last week. Huh. I should have edited this. Oh, <laughs> what happened to Kevin's secret quiz?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, why did you do
4: that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh mom, man! Oh, <laughs> got
3: It's like after you know you know how after you have a I big in. you got a bite big, in a big you know, after you have a big Thanksgiving meal, which is what we did last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, you gotta take you take a little break, take a little nap, watch a little football. chill, and then you go back in for the second second half. You go back for dessert. Because we we got through six questions, half of Kevin's quiz, totally last week. And um, it only aged just several years um, to get there. Uh so we're gonna come back and uh we gotta wait we gotta wait for the Kevin heads um to come to we have to light him up again in a couple of
0: weeks. Yeah we'll we'll do it in a couple of weeks. We will what are you we talking about? he's him. got
4: new he's got new puppets he's queued up for us. I mean, be, we gotta... You wanna
0: do this? You wanna bring Kevin in? <laughs> Is that what's going on? <laughs> I am
4: excited.
3: It's not even about like I remember how We were like, we lost it. We were fully broken by doing that. We
2: can't do (laughs) that again so
3: soon. We
2: we were
4: giggling like idiots.
3: (laughs) All right, you're right. For the sanity,
4: sanity, you're correct. We should live a little time.
3: Having (laughs) lost (laughs) you, go back to my family upstairs. And like, and again, I'm in like, I'm in a third sub basement here. I'm like weeks to get back
4: to get back upstairs. You've got to pass a certain level of you know
3: exactly. I have to get the bends if I do it too fast.
4: (laughs) Uh, All right,
0: here we go. First hand up, guy says, who are your favorite cats from comic books, not comic strips? Fuck those cats! Whoa! Whoa. Wow! wow. Very aggressive. Mm Um, I mean, I'll say Dexter Green Lantern Red Lantern Cat. That's yeah, that, mean cat. Yeah. that's, that, a, that's a mean
4: cat. That's the first thing I thought of too. Yeah. Oh man, let's see, let's see. Let's
3: um, see. there's uh Robbie Baldwin Speedball, he had a cat that hmm. um had his speedball powers for a while, very down for that.
4: I guess yep. I'll say uh Panthro.
0: Yeah. Ooh, Lion Cat is a good one Beer Cat PhD says that And she has a PhD in cats So that's definitely knows what she's talking about Split PhD between beer and cat That's
4: right (laughs) It's the perfect doctor Uh,
0: Here we go, oh, more cat questions From Josh Garfield Heathcliff, Felix, which animated cat Would you want Wait, to represent you
4: They reverse the order
0: Hold on, no, this is not the question Garfield, Heathcliff, Felix, which animated cat would you want to represent you in a court of law? Oh, wow. I mean, 100% well, Felix. No, 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 no. Just I mean, to check, I mean, I know this isn't in the you question. Foggy go Heath Nelson is a big old cat, right?
3: Oh, yeah, fuck you. He That's definitely so purrs. He yeah, sleeps, falls in the, asleep in the sun. He sleeps oh, at, Matt on, at the end of Matt Murdock's bed and purrs like a little and cat. he
0: eats cat food for every meal.
4: You two are horrible people. Horrible
3: people. Um, wait, you're saying Heathcliff would be a better, yeah, lawyer.
4: Yeah,
2: he <laughs> lives in garbage.
4: Yeah, but he runs it like a fucking well-oiled machine. That I mean, he has a He does so many scams. He's running things left and right. That That's guy who is, you want. Your lawyer organized. He is organized and crafty. He eats fish bones for life. Yeah, he all you got to do is pay him fish bones. He'll be so, he'll be happy. I mean, it's a, it's a no-brainer. Felix which the one? cat.
2: Yeah, Felix.
4: You don't know if he's going to be able to talk or not. It's a whole thing. And he's Garfield's got a bag of tricks.
3: Felix is pulling evidence out of his bag of tricks like nobody's business. Is
4: you'll, he the, you'll, is la- he the one? You laugh the so
3: hard,
0: fucks. Felix. Excuse me. <laughs> from the X-rated movie, which is the cat from the X-rated movie? What, what are you talking, you talking about? <laughs> what x ray? Alex, movie? you
3: have to moderate your habits. Fritz,
0: the mind. cat, not Felix. Thank you, Kevin.
4: What are you <laughs> talking about?
3: Look, yeah, get this. Say I this can't, where you're at for your. I can't
4: move on. Comic
3: book club after is, dark. What
4: just happened? There was. A- Alex's question Is
3: that the cat that
4: fucks? <laughs> Which one's the one that goes hard? Like, what's the one that's like. You and are- also,
3: Alex, are you want that cat to represent you? Some sort of porno
2: cat?
0: Yeah, you want a porno cat representing is that,
3: is that because you're on trial for some sort of pornographic-related
0: crime? Uh, I mean, no, no, no. This is a pretty famous movie. It was a whole uh, animated movie. It was X-rated. I think it was the first X-rated movie, and it was a full-length, and it was a cat that fucks.
3: Yes, no, I, I'm I'm familiar with it, but when you drop it in that way, <laughs> it was surprising. Because <laughs> there, there were three options here. I thought you were implying that Garfield f- 100% fucks. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: here we go. <laughs> well, I don't know if the volume is gonna play as the only thing, but like
3: Oh, I, I think we'll get the point when whenever we see some true yeah. pornography
0: happen here. Right. Well, I think we could probably stop that. There you go. There oh, you go. Here I I go. Oh, let's
4: pick it up now. <laughs> I don't know what you're about to do, but oh, this do. is
0: very racist. I'm gonna turn this off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Great. Um Felix. You laugh so hard, your sides will like Your heart will go pitter-pat when you're watching Felix the Cat. Uh,
0: but Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one should terrorize the neighborhood. There's a race to be on top. Competition never stops. Is that right? You should realize he can win it with you. Oh yeah, There we go. Uh, I'd go with Heathcliff as well.
4: Let's move over. I would to... win that case yeah, if it was me versus the on. two of you. I don't know what just happened. I, I just... I don't know. You guys are really freaking me out. If we were you guys are we watching were... cat porn on the side, like what is going on? No, I, on the not on the
0: side, on the front. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a question here from Zeta Ray Bryan. Do you think there will ever be another Marvel DC crossover? If so, what do you think it will be?
3: I feel like you know people ask for that a lot, and anytime mm-hmm. we talk to a creator about it, it's sort of like they're white almost white whale thing but i don't think it it's gonna i don't think they're gonna do it again yeah the the ip crop, like the, the the larger corporations don't want that and so they don't they're not in it for the fun of creating the amalgam universe again so I, I just don't think it. they're gonna go that way
4: yeah pete what's your take on it i mean it's just it would be it's so much fucking tape and so much bullshit to like try to get the things on the same screen it's I mean I would love I would love it but it's also I don't know it would be so weird my I don't know if my nerdy brain could accept it unless it was like something like you saw with uh, Ready Player 1 where it's like a world where you're playing a video game and people can be different characters mm-hmm. and stuff like that uh, but other than that like it would just be weird if like Spider-Man saw Superman fly by I, don't
0: I think mean
2: we've we've
0: talked about this in like with different creators on the show. We talked to, I think, Scott Snyder about it because he had some teasing stuff about potentially Marvel whatever in some of his DC work. Donny Cates, we asked him the same thing because he had kind of teased some sort of Justice Leaky thing. But I think that's the closest you're going to get is kind of teasy things, people having fun, Um, third-party things where they're going to use analogs for the characters doing the things. But to your point, Justin, there's no real financial incentive for them yeah. to do it. So it's just not going to happen.
2: Yeah. Oh, well.
0: We can just have it play out in our imaginations. Mm. Uh, this is from Nick Grayson. Wait, is that the imagination that fucks? Or just- <laughs> oh, let me find a video for that. Oh my God. What would be a big enough event or happening that would cross over the way death of Superman did? That's a great question. Ooh. What's something that would go as big as Death of Superman? Mm. Mm. Death that's, of Spider-Man? That's... Well, they did that. They did that also. Dan Slott did that. You were very upset, Pete. I <laughs> know.
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The Death of it's Superman. Of all, the Death of Superman was at a time when comics was like peak collectability. Like so many copies, like. It was also when it was like, have you guys, the mainstream media was like, have you guys heard about these comic books? These things are wild. Um, So I do think that was the right moment. Now there's so much exposure. It'd be hard to do something shocking that way. Like what's the last big crossover media story based on actual comic book happenings?
0: I mean, mostly deaths, right? Like death of captain America was pretty big. I don't even think death of Spider-Man really hit quite big in the same way. Um, Maybe Captain America getting Hydra-ized. I think that kind of crossed over it and did, the whole thing as well. It did cross over, yeah. Uh, I think it would have to be something almost line or company-wide to break over through because there's so many other things going on. It would have to be... You couldn't even do it with DC. It would have to be Marvel... Being like, hey, we are rebooting our entire line and now they're all teenagers. You know, that that's the sort of thing that would cross over. I don't think it would necessarily be received in the right way, but it's the sort of thing that it would seem like it affects uh, the TV shows, it affects the movies. Of course, it doesn't necessarily, but that's certainly how people would frame it and talk about it. And given the mass media atmosphere that we're in right now, where everything does feel interconnected, that's what it has to hit on. It can't just be something comics. It needs to be able, in some way, feel like it's affecting everything.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think something like the death of the Avengers might uh, be a be a thing if you're like really going so hard, sort of like your point, Alex, or even something that's like that feels topical in a relevant way. Like mm-hmm. if it was, um, this isn't like I don't know if this would work at this point, but like if. Tony Stark got COVID, and it was like this big thing. And finding a way to key it into an issue that everyone's also talking about, I think, is a way yeah. to, to drive a narrative. Or if,
4: out. like, uh, you know, Black Panther died, you know, because of Chadwick Boseman or something, yeah. You know. That's, That's another.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would be sad. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Eduardo asks uh, I was thinking of how long it has been since we had a new saga issue do you think it will come back any other comics with long gaps that you're looking forward to
3: I mean the saga thing it is like this is a planned break though um, so it's not like um, it ended publication and is coming back from from zero um, and how many other comics have done anything like that with that, that sort of purposeful move
0: yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, they're still working on it, so it's going to come out at some point. Um, yeah. And I think it'll do great. It does feel like when they come back, maybe they need to actually head it towards its end game and be like, check it out. It's the last 12 issues or 24 or 36 or whatever issues of Saga or something like that, because I'll follow it for the rest of my life, and that's fine. And I think most people wow. will do that, what? too. Oh. Well, I'm just framing it this way, because I do Saga think there's or a certain die, of... If it comes back like, Sokka's back, some people will say, yeah, how many issues, though, until well, but I think break it, again?
3: Josh, in the comments, I, I believe that he's right. It was the the halfway point. This is just the first half of the story. Mm. And I, I think they said the only way they're going to go forward is if um, Alex Zalbin's blood
0: flows. <laughs> <laughs> they're putting it in the comic book, us- right?
2: Saga to finish. Right, here goes.
0: Gotta end. finish it off. You said you would, Alex. You said you'd read it for the rest of your life. <laughs> there we go. Agitato over on YouTube says, Have you guys seen the Snyder Cut yet? I'm seeing the user out, and it sounds good. What did you all think if you've seen it? Uh, thank you for the prompt, Agitato. Oh, yeah, exactly. Go. Alex is teeing up.
2: <laughs> digging through the comments, finding oh, what he needs.
0: Oh, out. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen... I've seen Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> and I'm happy to answer questions yeah. about it if anybody has anything. Uh, I feel like... I don't know. I, I have a lot of, honestly, a lot of conflicting feelings about it. I don't... Huh. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> don't love how we got here, necessarily, with the Snyder Cut. That huh. it exists. I, I, I think the subtotal of it is like, it's fine. There's stuff that is very, very atrociously like cringe bad. So if you're looking for that, great, there'll be plenty of stuff to hate watch. There's actually stuff that I thought was really good in it that I really enjoyed. The problem is that overall it's four hours long and it's not really a movie. It's an amalgamation of scenes that they finish the effects on, but don't necessarily come together as a cohesive story. Um, It gets better as it goes along. There's a point where it starts to get a rhythm and a story to it, and clearly they had actually filmed enough footage. Because Zack Snyder only filmed, I think, like two-thirds of the movie, I think. Uh, And then that's what he's assembling this off of, as well as a new coda that he filmed that is god-awful and terrible, if you really want to hate watch something, go to three thirty of the movie and just watch from there because the last half hour is increasingly bonkers. But before that, the resolution is good. Like the the final fight is pretty solid. Zack Snyder is a visual filmmaker. You know, he's not good at story, but so the visuals are often very good. Um, that's sort of the broad strokes of it. The Absolutely. Nobody should absolutely do this ever in a million years. But the thing that I will say that I got the most out of it is after I watched the standard cut, I watched the theatrical cut. uh, The ultimate uh, punishment. It's this is what I'm saying. Nobody should sit down and watch six hours of Justice League. But from a filmmaking perspective, I thought it was really fascinating because there were things that were. Clearly, way worse about the theatrical cut, which is not a good movie at all. But there are things where you see they were straining to put continuity, not just in the movie itself, but also with the other movies of the series through things where there's big additions of scenes where Batman and Wonder Woman don't have an emotional arc in the Snyder cut, they do in the theatrical cut. So that was completely whole handed edited in. But then there's little things like insert shots that were changed to make things more more sense or when characters backs are turned they did little bits of adr to be like oh is that what you're talking about yes now this makes sense you know and just little lines of dialogue like that so again nobody needs to watch six hours of justice league but honestly that for me was the most enriching part is just getting a sense of how did this work why did they change what went wrong what went right and being able to compare the two
3: I think we're sort of witnessing the future, though, because I do think, I mean, Marvel's in a unique place because they just drive eyes through their content and through just, like, doing a good job making it. Um, But uh, Pete woke up from his nap for a little
0: sip and then back (laughs) to sleep.
4: Well, just, uh, you know, let me know when the Netflix is over and we can get back to the shit. It's
0: not a Netflix. It's offering information. Um,
3: (laughs) But I will say, I do think this is a way for movies like Justice League to be, like, Oh, you liked it in theaters? We'll come back for the extended cut where it's going to be this much longer and we're going to include a bunch of stuff that was not good enough for before, but now it's fine. (laughs)
0: Well, then there's other things which are interesting. Like the other thing that I, I did, A, like the most about the Snyder cut and is fascinating from the behind the scenes perspective. I'm sure everybody is very familiar with the amount of flack, Back and forth with Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg in the movie, where he has come out very strongly saying he was abused on set by Joss Whedon, by other people involved in the production. I don't know anything about that necessarily, but he is a totally different character in the two cuts of the movie. They clearly reshot basically everything with him. And in the movie, he's a pretty straightforward, I don't know how to use my powers. I'm a cyborg. Now I'm a hero, hero. Booyah. And that's pretty much it. In the Snyder cut, he gets a whole actually very good emotional arc. Uh, Joe Morton, who plays his father, Silas Stone, is actually a character as well. And they have a really good connection between each other. He's more of a kind of Frankenstein monster character who is lurching around and horrified by his own body but wants to do the right thing and ultimately plays really big into the resolution of the film uh and it's it's wild how much they changed it so just on the level of he got to do this really poignant powerful character and basically his own cyborg movie in the middle of justice league
4: and that was all ditched i get kind of where he's coming from yeah I just don't think you get to put out a piece of shit like Justice League and then get to do another four hour piece of shit. It's not right. You don't <laughs> but, you shouldn't be able to do that.
8: But Pete,
3: you're the biggest fan of the DC movies on this podcast.
0: Correct. Okay.
3: Just trying to figure out where you are in here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh just a couple of quick things that I'll hit very quickly just in terms of questions people are asking and then we can move on from this. But uh, Bandito740 over on YouTube says, do you think the combination of the original film and the Snyder Cut can be made into something that you would totally like? Um, I don't think so because they just don't go together. You know, there are things like the theatrical cut, the color correction is entirely different. It's bright. Like they lightened up absolutely everything. There are scenes in the Snyder cut that take place at night that they changed to day. It's wild. So they just don't necessarily fill together. Um, But yeah, I mean, some enterprising fad could take like Batman and Wonder Woman and Ark, put it in the Snyder cut, make a five hour movie if you really want to. And maybe there would be something you could cobble out of that, but it's still not a good film
3: it's fundamentally flawed because of the the script the intention of the script was just it wasn't in the right spot like it it was trying to be a marvel movie while also being like a dark dc movie and it failed in both regards i think
0: yeah uh and then over here on Crowdcast, Trey bullet says is the guy steppenwolf and dark side fight um i won't get into spoilers i guess if people want to check it but they make some super weird decisions with steppenwolf and dark side they're both. Not particularly interesting villains here. Uh, And in fact, there was one thing that made me the one, honestly, like the one part that I was sort of just comic book fan rage nerd out is what they did with Darkseid at one point in the movie where I was like, you're treating him like a fucking punk and he should be the biggest bad in the entire universe. So that made me very annoyed. But then I guess people will be happy that he is restored to be the uber bad by the end there. Steppenwolf is just not interesting, though, in both versions. Um, And I think that... Oh, uh, Zeta Ray Bryan said, Is DCE continuity following the Snyder Cut? The thing that came out during this, initially they had planned Justice League Part 1 and Justice League Part 2, and then when both Man of Steel and Batman v Superman... Underperformed, they downsided to one Justice League. Snyder was still trying to make it a multi part thing. They reshot it, recut it, and you can see in the theatrical version it has a definitive conclusion. Not only did he restore it to its ambiguous ending for the Snyder cut, he also started saying, Oh, yeah, it was supposed to be three movies actually. So that's part of the reason the last half hour is trashed to the point that I was mad at him taking this thing that fans have been asking for for years and putting out the absolute shittiest last half hour he possibly can. Because before that, and I know it's insane to say this, but, like, from hour two to hour three and a half...
3: <laughs> I thought you were going to say, before that, best three and a half hours of my life.
0: No, it's really not, but, like, from... They split it into six parts and like from part three on it's okay. And then the conclusion, because it's all a fight scene and he's good at choreographic fight scenes is fine. It's good. And it's fun to watch, you know, for the most part with some quibbles that I have here and there. But after that, like the Kodo he shot, and I'll just say this, sorry, if you don't want spoilers, turn away. But one of the last things that happened is they go back to the nightmare world where batman is there and there's a bunch of other heroes the one that you saw in batman v superman that's where the joker shows up it's a piece of shit like it it looks like a piece of shit is my bigger problem where they shot it on sound stages nobody is in the same place they shot it in covid and everybody is the the individual shots and the, the rest of the time he has like this very steady camera where he's following everything and you can see everything instead here it's like close up of Ben Affleck and then Jared Leto talking about wanting to give Batman a reach around, and you are like, "What are you doing? Why is this happening?" That's
3: so, very canonical, though. I yes. love the idea that Ben Affleck stuff was like, "I don't, I don't want to fly to wherever you are shooting this. <laughs> just give me over Zoom. I'll just get really close to the camera."
0: They legitimate—that's <laughs> exactly what they did, and they did it with Ezra Miller too, because he was shooting Fantastic Beasts. They were like, "Yeah, just get on a green screen, and I'll direct you on Zoom." It just—it doesn't work. Woof! It's awful but 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 you gotta watch (laughs) but it's fucking awesome man and it finally happened and i'm so excited release the snyder cut i don't know i I think a lot of people are going to be either super shitty about it or too excited about it and it's just it's somewhere in between so if you really want to spend four hours watching it go wild uh pablo wants to know is the omega blast in it yes I geeked out about that a little bit. side under the water fighting Aquaman and doing the Omega Beans—that's cool. That's fun, but you know, it's also four hours long. Watch it on YouTube, I guess. Wow. Uh, here we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got one last question here. Next Pablo said, "Pablo says, what did you think of the Snyder Cut?" Well, great question, Pablo. <laughs> oh, my God. No, he says. Uh, now that the movie theaters are opening again, what movie are you going to see as soon as it opens? Pete, are you, have you changed your mind from last week? We kind of addressed this last week. Have you revised your opinion? Are you still staying out of theaters forever?
4: I'm, no, I'm going to stay out of theaters until, uh, you know, uh, things are okay or feel comfortable. Uh, but uh, I don't know, man. I really want to see Black Widow, but uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Justin, what about you?
3: I mean, Black Widow is the one. That's sort of the next one, right? I mean, the uh, though I'm looking quickly at it, um... Nobody, the uh, Bob so Odenkirk. Um,
4: oh, yeah. Sort
3: of, that, that's good. I want to see <laughs> that.
0: Man. Yeah, I did. I don't know. The stupid
4: thing that I've been doing. Are you going to nutflex all over us again? No, this is definitely not a nutflex. Uh, uh, well, kind of... I interviewed Bob Odenkirk, and we did like a, you know. Um,
0: we, we watched this movie with this cat that fucks. It was
4: very cool.
0: <laughs> 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 no I, i'm kind of with you pete where it's it's nerve-wracking but in, on your side justin in the back of my head i'm like man it'd be really nice to get the second dose of that vaccine two or three weeks before black widow comes out be pretty <laughs> <cool.">
3: <laughs> how much time do we have what's the countdown
0: <sighs> um what is it <laughs> month and a half i guess
3: yeah right because is it the first weekend in may
0: yeah, uh, Eddie C says, "What about Kong versus Godzilla?" And I'm kind of like anything that's being released on HBO Max. I am fine watching it on HBO Max.
4: Yeah,
3: you know. Yeah, uh, May seventh, Black Widow. The three of us were going. I, I,
4: I want to see you there, guys. Get your vax. <laughs> get it vax so we can see it. I just want to say a little bit on Kong versus Godzilla. This is mm-hmm. uh, something that I I'm not looking forward to at all. I've rooted for both of them for most of my life. <laughs> And I don't want to see them fight each other. I don't know how <laughs> this is gonna unfold or how <laughs> I should I mean, how do you root for one versus the other? It's just it's here. I don't wanna I don't wanna to spoil too much heroes. of the plot.
0: I don't wanna to spoil too much of the plot, but about two thirds of the way through the movie they discover that both their mothers are named Mothra and they team up to <laughs> oh. fight the big bad guy.
3: Good. Um Pete, do you so wait, you don't want them to fight, but you do want them to kiss? I want him
0: to guess.
4: I no. I want them to team up and take on other baddies. But I I I root for both of them, and I I I can't root for one versus the other here. This is
3: well. Here, imagine how I feel. I've been a big fan of buildings my whole life, and I'm worried that they're going to get totally trapped. Oh man! <laughs> I've been rooting for the buildings in all these movies, and you know what? I never get a win. Never. All these movies, Godzilla
0: gets to come out with on top of the buildings.
4: Brood. Sorry.
0: And that is it for your audience questions. Ooh-hoo. Thank you, everybody. We're now gonna turn it over to Pete for our oh, next boy. section, which is trivia. So all you need to do is oh, we already got a hand up. Well what we, we got two. Uh, we, we, got we got um, first pop.
3: if you I don't pop. know if you noticed this comment earlier, and I'm not setting up uh, an impression of a cat by any means, but um a uh, first hand up guy said that his cat is gonna do trivia. Oh Ooh, wow, his cat is Should I bring
2: him
0: in.
3: And we've had a I mean, a pretty uh, feline themed episode so far mm-hmm. tonight, so uh, I say we ride it out. Let's let's see how it works. Fifty bucks says this is a baseball mitt with uh, cat ears on
4: it. Oh boy! Oh, is this a? Oh no! Actually, it's hey. happening! Hey. here Welcome. we go! <laughs> wow, Alex, tell us, give you us see the BTS. This, you see this buddy, there That's it is. for you. That's coming for you, Nat. <laughs> wow. Hey, Nat. Welcome! Great, we hey, to I do see some you, trivia Matt. with Pete. Where's your
0: cat? Yeah, she where's your away, cat?
8: But I'm trying to coax her from a distance. Come here.
3: Oh, this is oh, a scam. Uh, <laughs> we rely yeah, too. All...
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'll get my cat.
8: I, too. Should I go oh, get a cat?
2: Meow.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Step away She's, for a uh, second.
0: Yeah. Who's well,
8: this Vamp. Yeah. Oh, bark, bark, is. bark, get, bark. Get a oh, cat. Yeah. There my dog.
0: There was my dog. All right. Yeah. That was a chicken. Out. Roger.
4: Well, first off, Nat, you need to do laundry. You got way too many fuzzies on your oh, uh, hoodie. Gross. There, you know. Oh, <laughs> it's a... got an actual cat. Uh, oh, look oh, at that muzzle. Oh, there we go. Oh, look at the cat. Love okay, it.
3: Those,
0: you
2: for those listening, talking at home? about
8: which lo- cat you want to be your lawyer, this guy who doesn't yeah. want to be. Uh, That's good. For uh, those of you listening at home,
3: Matt is holding a New York City rat that he thinks is a cat.
2: <laughs> uh, don't with you my
3: dare! Mouse.
8: Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> that cat is adorable. Don't you dare say I'm that. Not the cat. the <laughs> I'm not shitting
3: on the cat.
0: The cat's a beautiful cat. No,
8: it's just a good audio uh, visual gag for the for, the, whole, for the, whole the listening audience. audience.
4: It's great. Sorry, people listening Pete, at home. Take it away. With all a right. Wait, what's cool your cat's
8: name? Its name is Foggy. No. no.
4: No, it's not
8: yes 100 percent. and you were talking about which cat you want to be your lawyer
4: no way that's <laughs> not your cat's real name
8: yeah 100 percent. no way
0: amazing.
4: all right pete take it away with
8: I'm me. i haven't told you that before
4: i can't believe that that's
8: all right all i right, gotta move forward. i mean honestly right. ever since we've
3: been reading daredevil comics Pete is like i want to change foggy nelson's litter box so let him over he'll do it for
8: you <laughs> i did it tonight so you can ah uh, uh,
3: jealous all
8: right sorry
4: <laughs> yeah uh Today's, to tri- Today's trivia is on topical comic news and a small nod to the legend Neil Pert. All right, please listen to all three options before you pick your choice. All right, here we go. Question number one. What is spinning out of the Immortal Hulk series? Is it A, something gross, B, a new Alpha Flight comic, or is it C, Nick Kroll? So it's either A or it's B.
8: Oh, I'm going to say it's uh, B, a new Alpha Flight comic.
4: That is correct, sir. Uh, wow.
0: Not to jump in here, but that's actually incorrect. The new comic is Gamma what? Flight.
4: Yeah, but it's Alpha Flight. Don't you, know, you dare come for the king. Gamma Flight. Nope. Don't fucking. Nope. Dude, different
0: different a... team. <laughs> yeah, different but letter. Gamma Flight
4: spun out of the Alpha Flight comic.
0: Nope. It's spun out of Immortal <laughs> Hulk.
4: Piece of shit you're wrong you're <laughs> wrong definitely not wrong gamma this is I, it is gamma flight but it's that's out of alpha flight comics this so is hurting me this is, is like this watching kong and uh, <laughs> yeah i was just
3: gonna say <laughs> you want like, me to
4: fucking just send, send you the news it, like, article i get my shit from you fucking dick
0: well they're wrong uh, they're don't let us know and like anybody works. they hire as journalists is wrong Alex
8: That was Godzilla,
3: right? Tell us uh, us about therapy real quick, Nat, while you're here. I go
8: twice a week, and look how much
4: calmer I am than all of you. Well, you suck! (laughs) All right, here we go. Question number two. (laughs) Towards the end of March, who is Batman teaming up with? Is it A, Scooby-Doo, B, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, or is it C, Jane Lynch? So it's either A, Scooby-Doo, Or you could be completely wrong.
8: Uh, I'm going to have to go uh, at your uh, impartial advisement with A,
4: Scooby-Doo. That is correct. Bringing up a classic team up of Batman and Scooby-Doo, just like the cartoons. Those were good times. All right, here we go. Last question. What state doesn't look inviting from the teaser image of the upcoming arc for Undiscovered Country? Is it A, Alaska... B, Florida or is it C, Richard Fancy? What
8: Cheshire Cat Riddle did you just ask me. <laughs>
3: yeah, watch out. He's in your
8: Which head, dude. State doesn't look appealing is the question? That's right.
4: That's right. Okay, in, okay. The for, in the teaser for uh, Undiscovered Country. Is it A, okay. Alaska? Pick that one. Or is it okay. B, Florida?
8: Okay, I'm going to say A, Alaska doesn't look appealing.
4: That's
5: That great. is
0: correct. All right. Great job, Nat. You've gotten $25 from Midtown Comics. We'll get that off to you. It'll be cool. Uh, Do you want to take a guess as to what thing Pete was referring to with his third answers?
3: Keep in mind, Neil Perp, the person he referenced, is not an actor, but the drummer from Rush?
8: Yeah, that's That's what I pieced together. And I remember Jane Lynch, but not the other uh, (laughs) other options. I'm going to say uh, the episode of Glee where they did... uh, Twenty One Twelve Overture, acapella wow. version.
0: Ah, uh, well. Yeah. Oh, interesting nice fact class. here from the comments, Pete. Did you first encounter
4: marijuana at a Rush concert? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what's the problem with having your girlfriend in the comments. Uh, <laughs> I was just wanted to say. <laughs> uh, 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 never mind. Neil Pert. Uh, made a cameo in one movie and one movie only, and it's not credited on IMDb. I had to do a lot of research to find this out. I would Avengers... call it a lot
3: of. I would call it a lot of research.
4: It's a lot of research. Adventures of Power is the movie where all wow. of those actors are in it. Can you go back to Robin Williams? <laughs> I never, <laughs> I never thought we'd say that.
8: He had I some TV appearances you didn't get to. I think there might have been like a. Like a special that came out on DVD.
4: You begged me to move on from Robin Williams. Now- oh, yeah. well, no, that's know. not true. They
8: spoke to you, frankly, about the the limited relation between that <laughs> segment and the rest of the show. I don't think it was begging.
3: What? We've never had regrets in our lives? Ever heard of Out of the Frying Pan and Into the
0: Confusing Fire? <laughs>
8: <laughs> confusing sub-quiz fire? Yeah.
0: All right, Nat, uh, I'm going to kick you out of this stream here, but thank you for coming on. Always You're good the to, first see guy. You. Great to see <laughs> you. Yeah,
3: great to see you, Nat.
0: All right, there we go. As we all know, tomorrow is new comic book day. No and way East. is Cat's actually named Foggy. Uh,
3: it 100% is. So no way.
0: Uh, as we all know, new comics come out tomorrow, except for DC comics, which are already out, and some comicsology comics and other comics. So it's just new comics week. What are you looking forward to that is out this week,
4: Pete? Well, uh, uh, there are two really uh, great things I'm looking forward to. First one is Head Lopper, number 15. And mm. uh, the second one is Nightwing, number 78. I was very surprised at how much I love this comic.
3: Whoa,
4: nice. Mm. Justin, what about you? I got to give it up for this brand new book
3: called Ultra Mega, uh, number one, coming out tomorrow by uh, James Heron. And it is... Uh, rumored to be very good and surprisingly dark. I'm, it's about sort of a kaiju book. And I'm not into that usually. And this book was so is going to
0: be, I assume, so good. <laughs> really dancing around that. I like it. I uh, would potentially agree with you tomorrow on the Stack podcast. Yes. Wednesday at 9 a.m. When we actually talk about Ultra Mega Because we do it then. That's when we do it. Mm-hmm. We record it live. Uh, one other thing that I'll shout out, though, which we really like the first issue of. And I'm excited to check out the second issue. Another image book, Radiant Black. This is a book mm. very reminiscent of Invincible yes. in the same sort of way. Superhero gets in powers; they're very weird. He doesn't understand them, and he is continuing to deal with them in the second issue. Uh, but it feels fun and creative. This is from Kyle Higgins, who has written some good books Higgy. before. If you know his work,
3: yes, he goes by Higgy. Exactly.
0: Uh, and again, all of that stuff is going to be on the Stack Podcast Wednesday 9 a.m. And that is it for our show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. Shout out to our amazing guests today. We have James Emmett and Kirsten Thompson from I Am Hexed. Also Carl Stevens from Penny. Cool. I Am Hexed has a Kickstarter right now running for the next 40-ish hours or so. Carl Stevens, Penny is coming out twenty, so Pete can go to a Rush concert like he always does and then read his cat books. Uh, by the way, I won't be here, on unfortunately. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, you, you won't remember being here. I think <laughs> Next week on the show, we're going to have two great guests. Jason Torres from True TV is here, as well as Kaya Quinn from YouTube's Release. Yeah, yeah. Torres. Haven't seen him in a while, so that should yeah. be fun. Very also, a bunch of other things to plug. We have a bunch of other podcasts. Riverdale After Dark, our Riverdale podcast, runs Wednesdays after that show. Marvel Vision, our Marvel podcast, kick it off Falcon and the Winter Soldier this week, so check that out on Friday. American Godcast, our American Gods podcast, has one more episode to go on Sunday. Also, Invincible, our Invincible podcast, or possibly Kirk Media. Kirk Media. We, we don't know. We don't know what it's called. Could be Mustache Talk. That it's is probably launching. Probably not Kirkmania, though. <laughs> it's probably right?
4: should be Kirkmania, though.
0: We'll see what happens. That is launching a new episode on Thursday. We'll have a feed set up for that soon. Patreon.com slash comic book club, iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe and listen to the show at comic book live on Twitter. You may already be watching there, but comic book club on YouTube. Check that out. Comic book club live.com for this podcast and more. Until next time, good night. Take care, everybody.
2: Guys.